I'm Kelly and I'm here with Robin. Welcome to our podcast that has become an extension of our long-standing Mom's Night Out. Every episode, we'll chat about parenting issues and review a wine at a comfortable price point of $6.99 or less. We're so glad you're here. Please grab a glass and come hang with us. We'll pass the wine. Hi, I'm Robin, and I'm here with Kelly today. Hi, Kelly. Hi, how are you? (laughs) Still here. I am pandemic okay. That's, you know what, it's every day. Literally, sometimes it's like 24 hours at a time. You just got to mark off those little hours Mm -hmm. as you go, right? Oh, my goodness. So our wine today is, which is brew for this fall season, and it is lovely and spicy, I think it tastes like fall cinnamon malt spice in a glass. In fact, the little label here says a layered and aromatic celebration of traditional mulling spices. Try this distinctive red blend warmed or devilishly hot. And this was like, what, $5.99, Yeah, it was five, $5.99, I'm pretty sure. Uh, Trader Joe's, good old Trader Joe's. It's all about the $6.99 and under bottles of wine. That's and right. Yeah, which That's- is brew is very... Uh, very juicy and fruit forward. Yeah. Um, I loved it. In fact, I loved so much. I went back like the same week and bought um, a second bottle, like just in case, Um, (laughs) (laughs) just in case I were to run out because they take, they're so seasonal, you know, Mm -hmm. so they, they just have it and then they take it away and sometimes they run out anyway. So that's our wine for this week. And it is, it's very cinnamony. (laughs) Yes. So how are your kids doing with homeschooling I know that that's we thought we were going to be here for a month and we are we are all in now it's just no there's there's no island of hope here we're just (laughs) the island of hope is next September (laughs) (laughs) kind of is um well my son we've gotten into a pretty good routine with him he's in third grade remote schooling Um, I feel really lucky that our school provided us with the technology and that we live in an area where access to internet is not difficult. We do have high-speed internet, mind you. It still cuts out randomly sometimes because that's what it does. Uh, But yeah, my son, we've gotten into a good routine and I've learned how to check up on his work coming in with a parent dynamic than it is a teacher dynamic. And you're trying to be a teacher assistant and a parent. It's a tough line to walk. It is. Yeah. I've, I've noticed that in our house too. My daughter is in fourth grade and she usually does better when I take a step back. At the same time, she doesn't really have a lot of the technical technical know-how to check her email and find the link in the email that was sent and, you know, follow through and open up a new page and cut and paste this and go from some of her documents. She has to save the document as a copy Mm-hmm. And work on that document throughout the day um, and then send a copy into her computer so that the original is on her computer, send the original to her teacher. So it's just, it's not hard. It's just not something normally that you do at eight or nine years old. <laughs> yeah. Teaching our children how to file TPS reports here, you know, this is right. Exactly. exactly. And you need the cover. Did you know you needed the plastic cover? <laughs> right. <laughs> Oh 
my goodness. And um, that's like what it is with my son. I'm like, okay, doesn't it say proper sentences? So what does a proper sentence mean? You know, capitalization, punctuation. Right. And you know, it's so obvious to me, like our the style of teaching from when I was in elementary school is so different. It's just mm-hmm. so different now. In our school system, they're worrying less about spelling. They're worrying less about sentence structure. I feel like when I was in that age, that was really important. And we were really working on that. And now they're just trying to like, I feel like get the overarching idea out on the mm-hmm. screen. Um, I was going to say on the paper, but it's not on the paper. No. <laughs> so uh, they're filling in these Google slides every day. And they just want their ideas out there. So for one thing, they're learning learning to type much faster, mm-hmm. much earlier. They're learning mm-hmm. to get all their ideas out. And then the rest of it comes. But I look at it and I'm like, oh my gosh, the spelling is crazy. The grammar <laughs> the spelling is crazy. so creative. But also when there's spell check and the kids are learning how to do spell check, cut, copy, paste, they're learning all the shortcuts for better or for worse. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, you know, my daughter has figured out how to pause and resume her math tests and stuff to the point where the teacher now has to tell the kids, like, you're not allowed to pause your math test. And I think they've maybe fixed the glitch, but whatever it was the first time, mm-hmm. the kids could just pause, turn off their camera, have a break, <laughs> come back to it later. I mean, and there was, you know, she somebody abused it. Kids. Someone took something beautiful and they took it too far and now they can't have it anymore. <laughs> Right. <laughs> you could exactly. sneak a pee break in there now. No. <laughs> <laughs> totally. So and now there were like Roblox breaks in there. There was like, ooh, we could totally get a game in, guys. <laughs> so yeah, just um, these. It's a very unconditional, unconventional way of learning right now. But we are. I think it it helps to have a routine, and that's um, helping us along. Tech support. Like Mm -hmm. it just happened Monday morning, we went to log on and there was no Zoom. Mm -hmm. Everything was completely offline. I don't know what happened. And we had to reboot everything. We had to reinstall some things, but it's just, I feel like I'm shooting in the dark here because I don't really know, you know, that's not really my expertise. Yeah. All of a sudden we are the dumb parents who don't know how to work the computer. I have never felt more age. Oh my gosh. (laughs) I used to wonder about that. Like, does that Mm -hmm. really happen? you like pass like 30 that you because we don't have time to play on them anymore (laughs) right we're trying to work on them (laughs) exactly oh my goodness so all right well we will continue on we are going to take a quick musical interlude and then we will see what we can do with this warmed up wine okay sounds good I did not, I was a chicken and did not warm my wine. <laughs> did you I'm warm good. your wine? I in my coffee mug. Oh, is it good? I almost feel like it needs um, like orange peels in it or something. Mm-hmm. Like I'm just, it reminds me a lot more of the um, potpourri kind of spice that my mom would put on the stove Yeah. in the winter time. Oh, like a malt cheap- wine? Yeah, yeah. Like maybe if you left it in a crock pot with um, some like orange peels and cinnamon sticks at a party or something. Right. That's funny. It is good though. I'm surprised that I, I don't know. I know I keep saying that. I'm surprised that I like it because I 
mm-hmm. I feel like it's not something I would normally like. I don't know. But yeah, it's good. Again, seasonally, I'll, I'll take spice wine seasonally. <laughs> yeah. So oh, reopening, um, you know, so my older son has my EP. Um, he mm-hmm. is high functioning autistic. And so there are a lot of things that come with that. Um, every autistic child, I feel like is very different. So I think mm-hmm. what works for my son and our family, I don't think would be across the board at all for all mm-hmm. children. He happens to work pretty well um, remotely because he's pretty tech savvy and he finds socializing very, very stressful. So so online learning has been working pretty well for him by and his executive some executive functioning skills by going into by going into school, going into the classroom. I think there's been so much drama, mostly through Facebook, but through many online groups I know. Like mm-hmm. I've just stayed off of Facebook groups. It's it's like it's like hyenas in there. <laughs> oh, well, I, I like going just to be like, okay. So my feelings are shared by everyone else, but they seem to be feeling it a million times more than me. So I guess I'm okay. (laughs) Right. I think I find it frustrating because I have, um, I have a lot of friends in the special needs community. And then I have a lot of friends in the, like what, what we call neurotypical community. Mm -hmm. Cause I have children who are both. I had a friend who from a very good place in her heart was like, you know, I feel like, children who have IEPs or special needs or who are at risk should be the first ones to go back to school. Um, but that's not for my children. Mm-hmm. I don't want my children to go back to school. Mm-hmm. No, and that's fair too. And you're allowed to, have to make that choice. That's right. Mm-hmm. And I, and she actually posted that on my page and I, I took a, took a, a beat before mm-hmm. I responded. And I don't think I responded with anything that you know, thank you for your opinion or some, mm-hmm. something like that. Um, because I also feel like I'm very frightened of my kids going back to school where there are so many kids and especially that middle school, it's, mm-hmm. you, yeah. it's so hard to socially distance. The classrooms are small, the hallways are, I don't see, I'm sure they could do it. I don't see how. Well, you so, know, our district, while better than most, they are not, we're not immune from how we, the classroom size has just exponentially grown. Mm-hmm. And you can't turn on a dime and make classroom sizes small enough so that kids can distance. Like the most distance kids are going to get is like two feet. <laughs> right. Totally. So, and I felt like, please don't use my child for your guinea pig. Yeah. You know, that's how mm-hmm. I kind of felt. And I don't think she meant it like that. Yeah. Um, I, I hope she didn't. I don't think she did. But in the general community, the school board has reached out to some special needs communities and have asked, you know, how would you feel about sending your children back? And a lot of them are feel the same way. They're like, yeah, why don't you send your kids first? Yeah. Then we'll send our kids. Like everybody feels mm-hmm. like they're just like, you know, unless their family for maybe different reasons, maybe they've already had COVID or maybe they're just it's super just, healthy and pretty young and just not concerned about it for whatever reason. Or maybe the parents and they're like, to work and they have to do something else. Right, right. That too. Yeah. Um, scheduling, like they just, I am actually not sure. Mm-hmm. And I feel awful saying this. I don't know what people are doing. What are people doing? If you don't have childcare and you have to work, do you bring them with you? Um, I'm not yeah, sure. Cooper or my my son, he's coming with me to work tomorrow. Friday, oh, he comes with me to yeah. work. Oh, take your kids to work. I mean, I guess he could sit and do his schoolwork while mm-hmm. you're working, right? 
Yes, he can do that. We have internet access there. He's got, he can have his own bench space. And in between, he likes helping me do stuff since we're, um, since I'm a violin maker and helping set up a new violin shop right now. Um, there's been a lot of things that need organizing and shuffling and moving. And he is very eager to, you know, build the shelves and um, help do the paint and, you know, all the stuff and move things. Right. He loves getting in all the tools. Yeah. That's, that's exciting. And I, I'm so glad that um, you guys have that option. That but we're in a unique situation where I can do that. And I'm glad, and he's been with me at work. I went into labor at work. <laughs> oh, goodness. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in labor now, so I'm going to head on to the hospital. So, Well, no, it's just like, I feel weird. <laughs> and I just had to go to the bathroom. And, and, you know, that was really intense. Like, that felt like more than just <laughs> your normal bowel movement. And I just feel weird now. <laughs> right. Wow. And, uh, a little over 24 hours later, he was born. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Wow. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. I, I have to say I've only, I have three children, but I've only been in labor one time because mm-hmm. I had um, three C-sections. Well, mine the were third both, time. Yeah. The third time mine were both C-sections, but um, they okay. were both early. So oh. <laughs> my babies left oh, okay. to come a week early. So no, I got to do labor a little bit with both of them. Oh, and you just got the whole, the whole package. Then. Yeah. yeah, I, yeah. So the third time, we had picked one of the later dates possible because mm-hmm. we were able to pick their birthdays because it was planned. We picked one of the later dates possible. And um, I think that's why, but I went into labor um, and I gotta tell you, it's not fun. I did not enjoy no. that. <laughs> no, no. Well, well, with my first, I wanted to try the natural childbirth and I tried it for many hours, but I got stuck at like seven centimeters, which is transition, which is like the worst oh. stuck there for hours. Didn't move. Also, he was trying oh. to come out the wrong way. Um, sunny side up oh. so forehead first instead of crown of oh. the head first. Oh, um, okay. Yeah. And then it ended up in a C-section because he just wasn't coming out. My doctor told me second one, get a C-section. And um, right. I had some nurses and some doctors try to push me because I had to change doctors since we moved. Like you right. can do a V-back. You can do it. I'm like, nope. Like my last doctor, already tried the natural childbirth. Don't want to do it again. <laughs> yeah, told I shouldn't, so I'm not going to. What do I have right. to prove? Nothing. <laughs> right. <laughs> like I barely even know you. No, no I don't care your what your opinion is. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> this is how we're doing it. What are the days that are available around my due date? <laughs> and I yeah. pick one, but she will probably show up before that, and she did. <laughs> Wow. Everyone has a unique take. Oh, totally. Listen, there was a nurse that was late with, so with my third, the one where I mm-hmm. did go into labor, there was a a nurse that we were waiting on. I'm not sure why we were waiting mm-hmm. on this one lady, but she was late to work that day. And I was like in labor in a hallway and they had me like sitting on a bench and eventually I laid on the bench and then I was like trying to sit on the, I mean, I was just all over the place. Yeah. In such <laughs> pain, you're just like, <laughs> Yeah. My husband's like freaking out because he's like, can you not like stay in the chair? And I'm like, no. <laughs> <sighs> anyway, we eventually, we got through. She's like nine. We're all set. But, you know, we're there. It was a while. It's uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know that some people are very um, naturalistic and they, some people just have, they just, I don't know, their bodies are just, 
they just do it. They just have the baby and out comes the baby and then they've got the baby and they're all set. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It didn't work like that for me. Nope. Most so. people, it doesn't work like that. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about remote learning. I'm a, a violin maker. Um, I... Um, moved out to, we're in the Chicago area, moved out to the Chicago area to attend the Violin Making School of Chicago. I grew up on the East Coast and um, up and down, uh, like between Philadelphia and Connecticut for all of my youth. Came out here for school and we've stuck around and I've managed to have a small career doing instrument repair and restoration. Um, And currently am with a shop called Chicago Strings and I'm the head uh, luthier there and take care of all the instruments and we have f- only four employees total the owner who's a player um, and then our bow technician who's a cellist and then we have another salesperson who's another violinist we're a quartet between the four of us I'm a violist um, I play in the local community orchestra when it's not pandemic times, we obviously have not been playing. Strings could play. It's the brass and the winds <laughs> that are the problem. Mm-hmm. So I think we should just do a string ensemble. Totally. And, uh, what other things do I do? Um, take care of the kids. I run. I ride my bike. Uh, we're a one-car family. Um, so a lot of errands that we do. We live in a town where you can get most of what you need within a mile and a half two miles of your home like everything there um bike walk public transit and car like take your pick it's perfect um that's one of the best things about living here honestly Mm -hmm. um so ride my bike everywhere um and we just have one car and we're in a third floor walk-up apartment (laughs) so Good time. Um, because I never wanted to do yard work and neither did my spouse. So even if we do finally find something, it'll probably be a condo because I hate raking leaves and mowing lawns. It's a bear. Yeah, yeah not, not my thing. I know it wouldn't work well. It would just be another topic of arguments. <laughs> right. All right. You've chewed um, enough, Kelly. Take so- it from here. <laughs> I have I have finished my bread. Um, I'm such a bread connoisseur. I can eat bread for every meal and dessert mm-hmm. too. Um, terrible. I could never be gluten free. I mean, I guess unless I was had a true allergy or something. No, I'm right anyway. there with you. You can pull my pasta out of my cold dead hands. <laughs> right. I digress. <laughs> um, so my name is Kelly, and um, I'm a stay at home mom. Um, I worked in advertising for 11 years when my first two children were born and when my third, ch- my husband used to be a stay at home dad. When my daughter was born, um, it became a little more than he felt like he could comfortably handle. And so we switched places, which sounds really easy when you just say it. Oh, we just switched places. I just quit my job and he just started his. It was really simple. Five years of turmoil. <laughs> right? It was really hard. <laughs> so, um, so there were like, it was like two years of transition, mm-hmm. but we, um, but we did transition and, um, we went from him staying home to me staying mm-hmm. home. And, um, and that was a big change. Mm-hmm. And I, so I, but now I've been doing it for like eight, eight or nine years. And I'm a Girl Scout leader for a large Girl Scout troop here. We have 29 members. I like to walk along the lakefront. Mm-hmm. That is my 
main form of exercise these days. And I've just recently, with the help mm-hmm. of Robin here, thank you, gotten into biking a bit. And I've gotten comfortable on my bike again, which I had not rode since I was a child. Um, and I bought myself a bike and have started biking because everybody's up here. I feel like bikes, except me, I'm originally from the South. And so when you bike in the South, you bike in a neighborhood mm-hmm. or you bike in a very closed off park along a bike path. You don't just bike along the street here. Everybody just, oh, I'm fine. I'm just in the bike lane. I'm just going to the store. That just terrifies no, I, me. I grew up in the suburbs. Um, there was no shoulder to the road. You would be going off into a ditch if you tried riding like, oh. places I grew up. <laughs> but but you know I'm getting there I'm getting more comfortable my kids are getting more comfortable with it so we're we're mm-hmm. doing it it's kind of a slow process and also I I enjoy the walk so I I walk literally like miles and miles when I walk and so it's um it's, it's fun and I really have um, started to enjoy the nature even when it's you know negative 10 mm-hmm. and there's a lot of ice on the ground I still do it um and so I'm trying to find the parts of nature that I like in the winter here. I'm pretty involved with my church. Um, and I guess that's about it. I'm sure that I have other hobbies, but yeah. I can't think of Pretty involved in my... I run a blog. Yeah, you write a blog. That's important <laughs> to plug. Tag, you know, put the link at the bottom of the podcast description. Yeah. I'll put the link down if anybody wants to see yeah. what I do with my crazy hot mess. I can give life. you my, my personal <laughs> or my um professional uh, website link too, so... Continue yeah. there. <laughs> yeah, I'm involved in my Quaker meeting, which is church. But Quakers, we have some of our own unique terminology. But it basically means the same thing: church, just no pastor, right. and service is an hour of silence. Which, as a parent, I love an hour of silence. <laughs> right. That sounds really nice. I have to say. So on on the topic of church, just really quick, I feel like you and I yeah, digress a lot. That's fine. <laughs> anyway um but it's been so nice like our church has gone online mm-hmm. the pandemic and in front of my I did see our pastors the other day in person I was helping to uh put together we put together school bags for drop-off school supplies I, I'm not sure why we did that because they were also maybe it went to inner city kids um but anyway we put together backpacks of school supplies for kids I saw my pastors and they were asking how I was enjoying the services. And I was like, oh, it's so great. We can like pause the service. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite thing. I don't think they really got the joy mm-hmm. out of that. that I did. <laughs> so maybe that went the wrong way. <laughs> but that is the, my favorite thing about it. I mean, the kids love it. They're like, pause. <laughs> you know, and then they come back. Unpause. <laughs> You know, they have a breakout into their little Sunday school group and they can like do it from their iPad. I don't know. They love wow, it. Wow, you're so organized. Um, we <laughs> do have the services on Zoom um, and mm-hmm. about 40 people show up and people show up who haven't been to our meeting house in years. People, there's one guy who's showing up from the UK. Um, who used to, yeah, oh, he used to come. And people in California, all over the place. So that's an interesting. That's what's amazing yeah. about things right now. You don't have to be mm-hmm. here. You can be anywhere. But my problem is, is that an hour of silence, I really need to have it outside of the house. So I only know this one and there's been business meetings um, and uh, just quick rundown of Quaker um, procedure. There's no pastor and there's no formal um, ruling structure. It's all run by committees. 
of, of the members. Like it's so many committees. Um, and once a month, we have business meeting where all the committees get together and just update each other. And if there's any, you know, business that needs to be taken care of, we have like peace and social um, concerns who are all about, you know, all the activism um, and we've been really pushing anti-racism mm -hmm. training, although I'm not part of that committee, <laughs> um, but I've done the anti-racism trainings with them. Um, and then we've got, you know, House and Grounds. I'm on religious education. Um, thankfully, we have a paid mm -hmm. coordinator who I've been leaning on. Um, but yeah, I have to go to the business meetings to report for all the, you know, child programs and we're doing Zoom programs. And I just it's I haven't been able to get my kids to do the Zoom. And starting this Sunday, we're doing yeah. once a month in person um, first day classes in child care, wow. 10 to 12 in the morning. Mm -hmm. um, and it's it's completely dependent on, you know, the numbers in our area, if they go up, we'll shut it down. Mm -hmm. If the entire meeting, since we do run by consensus, you know, if enough people have concerns and want us to shut it down, we'll shut it down. And then if trustees, which is the committee that oversees kind of our legal um, uh, responsibilities, tells us to shut it down, we'll shut it down. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, um, I actually took the kids to, we, there's a giant outside yard. Um, even though we're in a pretty urban area, our meeting house is lucky enough to be in like a triple lot. So we have a giant yard as well as a big old um, building. Um, and, and it's really yes, beautiful. it there. is. Um, mm -hmm. So we had some class outside last Sunday and I went back for an afternoon meeting for worship in person, which was nice. I hadn't been to a mm -hmm. service since March. <laughs> Yeah. So it's important. I mean, it's, it's so hard to find your own space right now when you're all stuck at home. Um, and yeah. yeah, I never wanted a yard. I was very jealous of all the people with fenced in yards <laughs> this spring and summer. <laughs> Go outside in their yard, fenced in yard without a mask. You know, it's gotten with my kids. Yeah. I mean, we, we're in a building. I'm in a big building with like 36 units and uh, we share our laundry systems. I, I can't leave either of my doors front or back without putting a mask on in case one of my neighbors is going out their door. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I will say this past spring I did. Um, I do live in a house and I really did relish like having my back porch. Um, even it would, when it was too cold, I would go out on the back porch and just like wrap up in blankets mm -hmm. and sit on my porch and have coffee. Um, and I was really thankful that I could just be outside without a mask on and just breathe and know that I was far away from people. It's nice. I just had a mental image of something I can do, even though it's getting colder. Um, maybe on one of the very few days when I have free time. And if it's nice, take out my hammock, which I know how to string in the trees in the park nearby and my sleeping bag. Yes. There we go. <laughs> or a heavy blanket. Yeah. A sleeping bag. Well, no, that sounds dangerous. If you want to get out of a hammock, you could really screw yourself over there. <laughs> yeah. You might end okay. up on your head. Okay, blanket. <laughs> blanket. Yeah. <laughs> You could unzip your sleep me bag there and use go. it as Yeah, because it's light. It's easier to carry. <laughs> it's just all the little yeah. weird things you end up doing to stay sane. <laughs> yeah, it's true. You know, this has been so much of a so much of a learning curve that everything. So my kids as when the start of with the start of school, um, my kids are normally very, very busy with um extracurricular activities. We do dance, we do swim team. We do karate, we do Girl Scouts, we do youth group, we do bells, um, <laughs> bells. Concerts. thank you, 
Holiday concerts, boys. No, you stop Boy Scouts. You've done everything. Your family is just go, 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 go. We're busy. We were really heavily involved in soccer for a while. Boy, that was craziness. Um, Three different soccer games Uh every Sunday. That was soccer Sundays. Anyway, um, so it was like a hard reset this spring when everything stopped. Oh, and ice skating. (laughs) I always forget about ice skating. Shouldn't say that. My daughter ice Mm -hmm. skates like three days a week. And then with the start of school, our swim team has come back. And I have to say, I am very surprised. Mm -hmm. I am a nervous person. I have an actual anxiety disorder. And I am weirdly okay with my daughter being on a swim team in a pandemic. Being chlorine, you know? (laughs) She's like coding. Yeah, there's a lot of chlorine. So some of it is the way that our the mm-hmm. pool is set up in, in our specific community. First of all, our numbers are very low here, but they, where they enter, the swimmers enter is not through the front of the building. They go in this funny little side door directly into the pool. So they walk mm-hmm. in, they go down some stairs, they're at the pool. Um, no they sanitize room. and do yeah. temperatures right. on the No locker rooms, and a mask. right? Right. Um, yeah, no locker rooms at all. No bathrooms. Oh, like, that no, pool is full of pee. So we have pictures. <laughs> Even more than yeah. usual. <laughs> probably so. I mean, gross, but probably so, right? Ew. Um, but, and they have to wear their mask all the way wow. up until they're in the water. Then they take their mask off mm-hmm. and there's a basket on their lane. They're assigned a spot on the lane and they have one person that shares their mm-hmm. lane on the other end of the pool. And um, and mm-hmm. they don't ever switch. They never change. So they're always, they are exposed to one person, but mm-hmm. they, always the same person so they're not exposed to the 10 Mm -hmm. other people who are in the pool um and then they swim and they get out they put their mask on and they come right Mm -hmm. outside stopping wet so because we live in the midwest um that's it's getting already like pretty chilly my daughter got out today uh in her bathing suit and put her winter coat on and ran outside and got the car so i'm not sure how you know if we're gonna Mm -hmm. go truly all winter but for right now it felt like some normalcy was really a, mm-hmm. a salve like it was really something yeah. that felt good you know she was getting exercise she was doing something that was normal now we're missing everything we're missing mm-hmm. we don't go to swim meets mm-hmm. we don't go to ice skating shows we don't you know all this stuff but at least there's some yeah. activity and that's been nice and we have been doing karate um our karate classes mm-hmm. are happening in the park and that's been nice and then when it gets too cold to do the park okay um, yeah online. you can do that at home so, yeah, my kids don't really have any extracurricular activities. Just my daughter going to school and my son being dragged around. Um, my spouse is an artist and has a studio outside of the house um, at a um, art center that rents out smaller spaces to artists. So he's got a pretty decent sized space there and our son will go with him um, one day a week. Um, but yeah, not much exercise besides pushing my kids around on their bikes um, my daughter still prefers the bike trailer, but she's getting better on her bike now. I think she, her legs are finally strong enough, but it's tough. They make kids bikes heavier than adult bikes. I swear her bikes is 30 pounds and she's only 45. So of course her little legs are going to get tired. Oh my goodness. She's pushing something that's almost her entire weight. <laughs> um, Yeah. And my son needs a new bike, but, um, it's tough to find bikes. I was looking around, um, more closely in our bike room, um, which is for our entire building. And there are some 
dusty old bikes that don't look like they've been touched in a while. And there's one that's my son's size. And I think that in the next few weeks, I need to like write a letter with the like make and model of the bike and just put it in every single door for the units here. Be like, is it your bike? Right. <laughs> if so, can I buy <laughs> can it I buy from it you? you? <laughs> if I do not hear anything within, you know, X amount of time, I will assume it belongs to no one and I will claim it and have it fixed up to be ridden. <laughs> Please contact me if it's yours. Otherwise, I guess finders keepers. But I know there's bikes in there from people who have moved. I mean, we've lived in this building yeah. six years, I think, now. Yeah, my son was two, and he's eight. Um, so, oh, wow. Yeah, six years. So we've long. seen quite a bit of turnover. Um, we've had some consistent neighbors. I'd say it's like 50-50. There's like 50% of people who stick around and a good 50 of turnover. Yeah, so it's anyone's guess, coin flip of whether anyone, the person who owns that bike still lives here or not. Um, your kids, I feel like, are good on bikes. Like, every time I talk to you, you're like, oh, we biked to Trader Joe's, or we biked to school and everything like my kids would end up in a really good but he took to it at an early age I got him on a strider at the age of two and he was riding a two-wheeler bike without training wheels by the age of four um yeah wow yeah I think it was his fourth birthday if not his fourth definitely his fifth by the time he did it but I think he was four my daughter is the exact opposite she she will do it and she can she just doesn't like to do it um, and she prefers the bike trailer and she yeah. barely fits in it, but I'm glad we have it. I mean, I bought a top of the line bike trailer when shortly after my son was born because I knew it was going to be the second car and it was mm-hmm. a bike trailer and a jogging yeah. stroller. And it's one of the crazy ones that if you're one of those like super crazy outdoorsy people in Colorado, you can get a chest harness and strap it to yourself and put skis on the trailer and you can go cross country oh skiing with them. I actually I saw someone pulling one of them when I went to visit my sister in Denver last February. <laughs> I went cross country skiing with her. I'm like, oh, someone oh actually goodness. does it. <laughs> They're insane. Wow. They are. I got to tell you, I think those Pacific Northwest people, they're just made out of something else. I don't know. They're the just child the too, folks because out it's got to be freezing in that thing. <laughs> you're not moving. Right. And you're just sitting oh above goodness. snow the whole time. I don't know. Um, but right. yeah, it's a really good trailer. Well, we could do a whole episode on <laughs> bikes. We'll have to write that down. Bikes. Um, but that. yeah, again, because everywhere we go is within a mile and a half. And with one car it, and parking sometimes being a pain in the ass, um, it's just easier and faster. Yeah. I once had a race um, with, with my husband and kids. We were coming back from the Y. And I think I had ridden my bike there and my husband had, had taken the car. And, um, so the kids opted to go with him and I rode my bike back. We made it back at the exact same time. Like we were leapfrogging each other. Like he would end up waiting longer at the lights, um, and the stop signs. And like, I catch up with him a half a block later. And by the time he parked the car and I put my bike away in the bike room, we were both at our door at the exact same time. (laughs) Oh, wow. I don't, so I I, I opt for the exercise. A yeah. Mile. Yeah, we should probably wrap up. Um, thank you guys for listening to our our friendly ramble, and we hope that you will join us again yeah. as we review wine. 
which I have to say I am a big fan because I'm two glasses in yeah. now, but I'm a big fan of Yeah, it grows on you. <laughs> it really does. I recommend so it with apple pie and whipped cream. Um, <laughs> excellent yeah. pairing. It's an excellent also quite pairing. good with French bread. That's what I had. <laughs> um, and so we will see you guys next week.